This is for Vince, you old, senile, white, poor drama scripts and ass bitch. Why you sit this title off the motherfucking Empress with your trifling, honorary, out of season ass? You big, dumb bitch. Oodles and noodles, brain ass bitch. That was me leaving a K5 message for VKM. That over there is reverse for real. I am Rob E. Jones, as in Dina Jones, as in One Night Only. That's all WrestleMania had to spare. And on this here 10th Diamond episode, we're discussing night one, night two, British Knights, Knights of the Round Table, Brian McKnight, Gladys Knight, and the Pips, and Cash Shit. Because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. All right. This one's for the girls. Um, <laughs> this is it. This is the big one. This is for the girls, this one. Because, oh. the, but because the women of WWE were the only ones to show up at WrestleMania for the most part. For the most part. Um, and not even for the most part. I mean, if we ratio it, to be honest... Both main events, which were from SmackDown, mm. did what needed to be done. No denying that the two two of the best matches on the card. Um, the rest was a very solid card. Um, if I had to call out two matches, one is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the um, WWE title. Um, the finish was unexpected, welcomed. Even. Absolutely. Um, the match was a bit clunky for two men that had fought each other for some time. Years. Um, years, yeah, at that. The other bad match, and only one half of the match was bad. Only one of the people in the match was bad. And before I get into that person, because I'm going to spend um, a periodically long time in this episode dragging this person. I'm going to drag this person at every chance that I get. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to do that. But let me give you some preface first. This will forever be a podcast that champions women's wrestling. Anyone that knows, in either one of us outside of this podcast, we are stands, fans, and just we go hard for women's wrestling. Always will. And every and if you listen to the first nine episodes up until this point, you understand where we are in that particular space. Girls, we run this mother. Yeah. We are faves of the four horsewomen of Io Shirai, of Oscars, of Bianca Belair's things of that nature. Um, we are fans of Dakota Kai's, of mm-hmm. Raquel Gonzalez's, of Zoe Stark. If you listen to any of us up until this point, you've heard us constantly mention out women. We even had a small dispute over, um, you know, uh, May Young, not May Young, but Mula over the weekend. We know of Mildred Burke. We can go down the line with you. We can go down the history of women's wrestling. We are connoisseurs of women's wrestling. We've we've touted the women with keeping wrestling alive in the pandemic era. And a lot of them to no payoff and to no satisfaction with Bailey being off the card, Charlotte being off the card, um, Sasha at her moment, and we're definitely going to speak about that tonight. We're going to give a lot of praise where praise is due. But with all that being said, and me specifically, I've never really been hard on this woman. I have seen her, and you've heard me say it on record, as serviceable. Um, I, I see what they see in her from a marketing perspective. And I feel like she was recently hitting her stride in the ring. But I want to say thank you to the women of WWE for this past weekend, except for Rhea fucking Ripley. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Not you. You can choke. If everybody would look back at everything I've been saying and preaching and praying and saying, um, I have not liked Rhea Ripley from Jump. Um, she, She has an awesome look. She has an awesome presence. 
but I the bell rings at a certain point, and I just don't think I think she's basic as fuck in the ring. And this weekend she became even less than that. Less than that, and then went to have the same match on Monday Night Raw on the Go Home Raw, which we're gonna drag as well. Um, I'm not the Go Home Raw, but the other uh, Monday, post, the, yes, the yeah, the Post Mania Raw. Um, then went on to have the same exact match. Are you not ashamed of yourself? Are you not embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. And to be even more lackluster. Now, don't get me wrong. I've never laced up a pair of boots. I've never gotten in that ring. I don't know what it is to hit those taped cables. Trust me, it's a, it's a, I, I am a fan. And from the perspective of never having done what you do, you definitely can read me from that perspective. But I'm going to read you back from the perspective of there are thousands of other bitches doing what you do and that do it well and that probably should have your fucking spot. That's the business, honey bunch. Make it up. Turn it into something special. So from that perspective, I say, step your pussy all the way back up because what not even not even do you not deserve the spot just yet and you know what grace and growth maybe you're growing to it a year from now this could be a different analysis maybe you you know maybe we'll, we'll argue that then but who doesn't deserve this is oscar i'm not going to debate whether or not you deserve the, the, the push you're getting right now because that's just neither here nor there and the powers that be have said what they have said but who does not deserve this who deserves a worthy adversary? Who deserves to job to somebody that's that, that that's ready to take that that mantle on? Is Oscar? That woman is thirty nine years old. She's we're literally months apart, and she was running circles in that ring around what you all are calling the future. I find it disrespectful. <sighs> um, I I don't know what else to, <laughs> what else to add to that. I uh, find it fucking disrespectful. WrestleMania was. Not good. She could not keep up with Rhea. Oh, Rhea could not keep up with Asuka. Um, you can literally watch the match and see Asuka slow down and change her pace after she realizes that Rhea just cannot keep up. And then we fast forward to Monday Night Raw. And on the way to the house from Florida, Rob tells me that, you know, there's a rematch scheduled. And we both look at each other like, ugh. And then the rematch happens, and it is quite literally, quite literally, Asuka's worst match ever, <laughs> and had nothing to do with her. I don't know what the hell Rhea Ripley was doing. If I was in charge, I would have called an audible from Gorilla, and so whomever the referee was, I can't remember, switched the title. Tell them to put the title back on Asuka because what the fuck? You have this grand moment at WrestleMania. They crown you out of nowhere. And you, you deliver a performance like that the night after on the post-Mania Raw where there are more eyes on the product than ever before. See, when you do clownery... The clown comes back to bite. And not even that, like what storyline you wound up having 
is only by the saving grace of the queen's return. Mm. That's the only story you have now wow. is wow. the queen coming back wow. to tie up some loose ends wow. to make this program look like something. And though it was a little bit delusional and in character and as a flair, um, you know, it still did more service than the previous couple of weeks. And I don't want to hear the argument that they didn't have enough time because to cook anything. If you guys can fly, uh, rewind back for a second and remember whenever we first got, you know, this iteration of Alexa Bliss and she took on Oscar. There was enough there in a in a week and a half, two weeks span to make that match seem like something that could not be missed. And you watched it and thought from the perspective of, like, I know that in Asian culture, they don't play with demons and it's kind of carrying on and this girl is giving demonic, yada, yada, yada. It, it fed into itself enough. And I've said before, the formula is there needs to be either enough history between, between the characters or enough individual history or journey for that character so that when those two characters meet, this thing can make some fucking sense. And so you can't even make me believe that over the course of, you know, a couple of weeks, they couldn't create more than what they wound up creating to get us to mania. Then you can't make me believe that they couldn't prove us wrong inside the match and at least over deliver in the match since they could not over deliver in the given parameters for the story leading up into it. I'm actually happy that they did not have a proper, if you couldn't tell, um, both of our voices are kind of shot, shot. from the weekend, um, all the all the screaming and rooting for everybody black, because um, <laughs> that's what we did. Um, rightfully so, by the way. Um, Melodymania. I'm glad they did not create a compelling story because then that would have had us interested in the match. And then we would have been even more pissed yeah. than we are now. But because we went in not looking forward to the match at all. Yeah, totally. But what I'm saying is what we what we the reason we felt like they did not try to create anything was because the amount of time that they had. Right. And what I'm saying is with properly built characters. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm they can jump together and create more than what they created going into that. Now, I do agree that had they created anything, it would have still been disappointing, but that can't even be their excuses that we didn't have enough time. Though they didn't have time, they still could have done more than what they did and made it somewhat more, much more. Because part of what we didn't want to see was because it had no story and right. she had no space or place or right to even be contending for that fucking title. Right. That's why I'm saying there needed to be something there. Um, so they underdeliver on the story and then completely underwhelmed in the ring. Two times. Twice. Two times. And when we say they, we mean Rhea, we mean Rhea and Ripley. Ripley. Specifically they. they. That's Rhea the day. and Ripley. Yeah, Rhea and Ripley. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure Rhea as a the, the person, the performer, because um, trust me, like we were there when they came out on stage before we went live, and she was out there bawling her eyes out. She was so happy to have this crowd back. Um, I don't, I'll never diminish them as people, as performers that have made sacrifices, but part of that is being a performer and you got to perform and you got to show up. And so when you don't, we can't play the radio and, 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 and give you kudos where they were not earned or deserved. You did not go out there and deliver a, a classic, let alone a good match twice. And you're being rewarded for that. And I just, in my mind, for women like Bailey and Sasha and Asuka and somewhat Charlotte and the other women in the locker room that were there as well, because don't forget Natty and Tamina and the Riot Squad and yada, 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 and all those women that Billy Kay, that carried us through the pandemic and were some of the most entertaining highlights of the pandemic, 
this isn't a reward to me that you give those kind of people. Oscar literally, you know, with English as a second language, was up there cutting promos that were entertaining, was a highlight, was a reason to watch when there was no crowd whatsoever. And this is the 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 her her third mania loss. And this is not something you give to a woman that is this decorated, this tenured, and that is in her prime. She's still in her prime. I just feel like it's 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 very it was a really bad call to make. And I get on paper why it was made, because you're looking at Raquel, Bianca, and Rhea. But the the the, the previous two delivered. One of these does it's, not belong. It's not like the other. Stop coming out like bitch. Like you that girl. You not fab like you not fab like that to be doing all of that. Learn your place, earn your spot. Um, um, listen, they tweeted, the reign of the nightmare begins, and that is worded so perfectly. <laughs> I don't know if they realize how perfectly they worded that, but the reign of the nightmare begins. And yes, it does, because if these are the type of performances that she's going to put forth and deliver, then good God, yes, it is a nightmare. The queen returned tonight. And she said, and I quote, enjoy your title match that I should have been in. It's almost like she knew. This was some bullshit right here. There's that there, old girl couldn't deliver. And, and, and I'm going to tell you one thing that we'll get into later that, that, that Reverse Rail said that should happen is that night two should have been night one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it would have not had the expectation to live up to. Um with all the congratulatory tweets and messages and videos that went out after Bianca and Sasha wrestled one of the best main events of a WrestleMania. Look at the material. You should be going home You can anyway. be the judge of it. So. Um, you couldn't follow that up with that. Yeah, and no. there's no way in your heart of hearts as a professional, as a person that is sacrificing their body, as a lover of wrestling, that you left that ring thinking that you did anything that compared to that previous night. There's no way you thought you did anything remote. And, and say what you want about Bianca, say what you want about Sasha, about the dynamics, about the, the vet versus the youth in that match and who carried who to what. Whatever the, whatever happened, happened. The magic work and what precipitated was something that entertained all. And it had people in that arena crying. And I mean grown men. Grown women. I mean black. I mean white. I mean children. It was a a Kofi mania esque moment that was delivered to you on the backs of two black women. Black women. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be more proud as a black person. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is I want to kind of remove that as so that there's no that people understand there's no disclaimer here. I'm not just saying this as a black man. I'm saying this as and trust me that preface is most of my thinking. But I'm saying this as impartially as possible as a fan of wrestling. That was an instant classic. And what whatever you say about that, well, let me know what your taste level is when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put the cherry on top of that just to um, prove that point. I have not been the biggest fan of Sasha Banks. Has not. For quite a long time. For a periodically long time. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite pastimes. It's to find something to drag Sasha Banks about. Mm-hmm. I look for it. I, I cherish it when I find it, and I use it 
um, in group chats. <laughs> I use it on Twitter. I love to drag Sasha Banks. She gave me nothing to use on night one of WrestleMania. Yeah, and 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 same. I've had I've had a soft personal encounter with her that kind of turned me in a way. But we both have all we've all discussed and agreed that that four month period that the however however many months she had the time off. Mercedes went and found her smile. Whatever happened there, whatever she did in that four months, this is the brand new bitch, and it's a new dawn, a new day, <laughs> and she is yeah. the boss, the standard, the blueprint, the general, and as far as I'm concerned, the queen maker. She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend, and she is the moment. Now, come on now. Because the thing about it is, is when you look at. Charlotte can carry anybody to a great match. Yes. Charlotte can carry anybody to, to have you thinking that they actually can wrestle. Yes. But what I will say the difference is, and not even, a, 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 I'm not trying to delineate between the two because they're both amazing. But Sasha is involved in literally almost every classic with the women modern day. That's why I call her the queen maker because she doesn't only make you look good in that ring. Sasha, and it's fewer instances, I'll give you that, but because of what she's able to do, I don't mind it being fewer instances. Sasha leaves people a star. And that's something, I, 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 you know, so both of them are elevating the division in different ways. But to me, I told them this weekend, you don't have a conversation going forward about the greats and the greatest and not mention her anymore. She has nudged her way permanently for me into that conversation. She is a peer. She is on the levels of, and I think she's even looking past most of her peers on her roster and probably looking at like EO or women in other, in other brands in New Japan or wherever else to really up her game. But she, she went say on 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 Saturday. She digivolved. She she transformed. I'm shaking my head. Yes. She metamorphosized. It's the moment after uh, Hella is talking to her, you know, her dad and Thor and Ragnarok, and when she rubs back her hands on her head and her crown appears. That was what Sasha Banks did. Or this is now a Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks stand by. <laughs> and, and while we're at it. Miss Bianca Belair, baby. she knocked on the door and said, hey, baby. I'm here. You mind if uh, you scoot over and let me uh, come rock with you for a minute? Let me tell you, Bianca Belair. Be. And so uh, we're watching, and Rob can attest to this, uh, during the video package, before the match even starts, uh, I said, this video package is telling a story. It is telling me everything I need to know. I said, this is about to be a Bianca Belair showcase. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right, bitch. And what I meant by that is the spotlight was going to be on Bianca Belair. And if you watch the match, all the big spots, all the big moments, she was on the offense. Now, it's not just her because she absolutely had to have somebody to, lead to, to meet her, her there mm -hmm. and to carry those spots well it, as well. And that's the difference. And that's what happened. That's the difference to me is, and that's why I wanted to say that earlier, because you've got two separate matches and you've got one with a rookie and you got one with a vet. 
And therein lies the difference in those and what precipitated is you had one rookie that knew where to listen, where to follow and where to defer and let someone else take the lead. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. If you go back and look at it, the booking of their storyline had a little bit more room, had a little bit more time to boil. I give it that. But it was not overcooked. You got a pre-match, normally a little interview or a run in. They both either one of them would have a match on the broadcast. Rarely ever both unless they were teaming together. The other one would have something to say or run in. That was it. It wasn't a whole bunch of overcooked drama. It wasn't a whole bunch of carrying on. It was literally boiled down to who is going to be the best at this event on this given night. They did not overprocess that booking because they knew they where they wanted to overdeliver and it was going to be in that ring in front of 25,000 people to create a moment that would live beyond them. And that was the difference because Rhea had someone that could have led her to the promised land. Yes. And they could have over-delivered in that ring to. in such a way that I would have said, okay, the book can come in and this was shit, but them girls get never right. threw it the fuck down. If it would have been great, I'd have said it was great because I don't care for Rhea Ripley. You know, I I enjoy being wrong when it comes to wrestling. If I don't like you. And I especially enjoy being wrong when it involves my Oscar. Right. So if it was great, I would have just said that. I said, I don't like her, but that was damn great. I've said it plenty of times with Sasha before this. When she puts out a great performance, well, goddammit, there it is. It was bad. Rhea Ripley was bad. And she was even worse the next night when she had a second chance. And to did not her. have the jitters she, of a crowd. Uh, she there was, was nobody terrible. in there. It was the Thunderdome. No dome. excuse. So uh, all the excuses you normally would have live crowd. Okay, I get that. Jitters. In front of all these people in the stadium, jitters, I get it. But they've been building this thing up for the last year that you were going to finally get this debut in Raymond James. You get it, and you don't deliver. Okay, cool. Next night, we're on Raw. Redemption. Go out here, retain your title, and show where you're supposed to have that belt. And I'll tell you guys something, and over time, you'll begin to hear the story coming from me. I vault the SmackDown belt. When I get, I'm going to buy probably the original Women's Championship, and then I was looking at the new ones because the design is just so, is so badass. But of the two championships, I regard the SmackDown Women's Championship as more of the championship just because of the storylines, the titular moments, the turns, the things that are involved with that belt feel a little bit more intricate and more storytelling involved. It was more like a wrestling situation. The Raw one feels like hot potato sometimes. And if and and the, and they don't do anything with the actual reigns. That belt needs some integrity. That belt needs something behind right. it. And I don't want to have to keep giving it to Charlotte for it to have that. Um, I don't want to have to give it back to Becky for it to have that. But with that being said, though I re regard the SmackDown title more, the Raw belt still has a place. It still means something. And I just, you, you got to come out here and, like, it just the botches tonight, the stuff that was, and get, don't get me wrong, a lot of matches are not going to, like, they're going to have an occasional slip of botcha, something that doesn't go right or looks as pretty as it should. There's ways to, to play that off. There's ways to catch that thing and add it to the momentum. And there's ways that commentary can recover it. What happened tonight, they couldn't save it. Wow. They um, could not save it. The, you know, the guys always talk about, oh, the prestige of the WWE Championship of the Universe title, blah, blah, blah. I, we've reached a point where, the women, specifically the SmackDown women, Bianca needs to come out on Friday and say, this is the most prestigious title in the WWE at this point. This is. This is now the most um, grand title 
in the WWE. This. Period. The women's title. Not the most prestigious women's title in WWE. The, the most prestigious title in the WWE. The. Because our main event transcended wrestling. It was all over. And it crowned the next queen, honestly, <laughs> of the WWE. The, 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 they had some, uh, the commemorative shirt. Monty, excuse me. We'll beat that out. But first, Real has it on right now. Uh-huh, but there uh-huh. is a commemorative Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair shirt. It isn't even available on the on the shop. As soon as I saw that match, I knew I had to purchase. And it. not even that. The next day, there were so many people in this shirt, and like again, they're transcending demographic. It was not just black people. It was not just um, mm-hmm. you know women. It was everybody was 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 enthralled with that match. And what I'll say though backtracking on that about representation we saw a little girl there dressed as bianca belair full and full fully dressed full detail bring full boots, gear yes tights little top to top had a coat made as well um ponytail we innovation as she walked and past we us. went up for her yes. and i just can only imagine what that feels like for her and her mother a wrestling fan had all is who brought her there and i can only imagine what that feels like she had to be like five I'll give her seven, six, seven. I'll give her six, seven. Um, The point is, representation matters. It does. And I love Bianca for saying that after the fact that the moment was much bigger than her, much bigger than Sasha Banks, much bigger than wrestling. It was about representation, and it was a huge thing for Black women. Mm -hmm. And God damn it, she's right. Um, (laughs) And and to have, to to sit, sit there, as someone who was raised by a black woman, who's had a bunch of uh, black women as his role models growing up, you know, from grandmothers to aunts, um, and who has four younger sisters, a goddaughter, just black women surround my life. Yeah. So sitting there watching them stand in the ring on the main event of WrestleMania and seeing them both start to get choked up. And Sasha looking at her like, girl, don't start. Because if you start, <laughs> I'm, I'm a star, to and, and I'm going We ain't going to get through this. So Sasha literally like looked away from Bianca, looked to her left, and just looked at the crowd and got herself together. And it was like, all right, girl, come on. <laughs> let's let's, let's, and let's then, kick it into high gear. And then they cut up. Mama walked. She caught Sasha. <sighs> tope. And a, uh, Called her through. Tope. Rolled through. Gorilla pressed her and walked her up the steps. She, she said, said the Mama, Mama, we got a decision. The ball yes. hasn't met yet. I have to, yes. have to fall in the ring. I yes. got to get, so let me get you back in the ring yes. so that we can get this fall that I, you can, okay, because I got to get that belt from you. And so let's get back in here real quick. And Sasha's facials throughout the match, there were several moments that are going to be clips used uh, in video packages. For future. Yes, when we're talking about the moments of WrestleMania, the blood from a stone, the um, Andre the Giant, um, Body slamming himself, like all those moments are going to be like used in video packages from you know years to come. Sasha's going to be in that. Yeah. From, like that angry, that face when she got up and she was angry that she did not win yet. And yeah. with that fifth gear, given, with that fifth gear was kicking in with yes. the heel Sasha, the NXT Sasha was coming back. It was just like you felt that. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to I'm gonna hurt her. this girl. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wreck. And I just love that. Again, in the match storytelling, because this wasn't storytelling before this match, she kept breaking that braid. She kept going after that braid every chance she got. And it became her downfall. And it became her undoing. Yep. That is the kind of storytelling I'm talking about. That is what the fuck I'm talking about. God. 
It would have been nothing for uh, Oscar to be desperate and go to Miss Rhea, miss and miss the ref. Right. And now it's given. Oh, the ref can't see. Oh, baby. Okay, all best is off. Now I'm about to work you, Miss Girl. And then you get. Then I would be like, okay, that's a heel. Mm-hmm. That's a heel I can get behind. She took her opportunity. She got the belt. I ain't mad. That's the kind of wrestling I'm going there for. I'm not going there to see my fave win or lose. As long as my fave does what my fave is supposed to do and carries somebody to an amazing match, I have no problems if they actually lose. Sasha losing, Sasha losing turned her into one of the goats. The power that that has, the intelligence that that has, the clearance that that has, the access that that has, the influence that that has, the profile that that has, the international implications that that has. Period. That's the mark of a great wrestler in a great match is when you get even more over in a loss. In a loss. In a loss. You ain't won at a single WrestleMania. And at this point, that match didn't matter. It did not matter at all. Didn't matter. And that, but now you still got more. It's the same way Sasha retaining and having a good reign was her story. And it allowed, it's given this way of her career legs. This this will give the next phase legs that she's not one of the WrestleMania. So now that's her next goal. She's not one of World Rumble. That's her next goal. Right. She's not one of Money in the Bank. That's her next goal. Because that's the kind of bitch that wants to do it all. I mean, those, those, all those things can be tied in together. If you want to say Royal Rumble, she hasn't won a Royal Rumble yet. She wins mm-hmm. a Royal Rumble and her. Goal is, well, I'm using this to get my title match at WrestleMania and win because I haven't won at WrestleMania. So now that I've won a Royal Rumble, I'm going to WrestleMania to win, to knock the stink off of my WrestleMania record. Or she wins money in the bank. She says, you don't have to worry about when I'm cashing this in. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm cashing it in at WrestleMania. I'll see you then, right. whatever the champion may be. Right. Right. It's similar to what Dave Bryan said. He ended up turning heel with it by because he was lying and he cashed in. Now I think it was Night of Champions, whatever, on Big Show. But it should, you can tie all those in together. Now, Sasha, there's there's a point, there's a level where people reach where it's like, what else is there to do? I think Charlotte is at that point mm-hmm. to where there's really nothing left for her to do Alexa but was at to that point. make other people. Yeah, Alexa was at that point. Right, and now Sasha is a special case because she's still got so steam. leveled up, she's but she has so much still left to do. She still got steam, and I, so I looked at my, I looked at looked at Rail when she came out, and I said, "She's not, she's Sasha Banks now," and what I meant by that was she wasn't channeling anybody else, she wasn't one of her faves. She wasn't Eddie Guerrero. She wasn't doing any of that anymore. Like, she's now found, through all of that, through all of that method, she's found Sasha Banks completely. And I could not be more pleased, more overwhelmed. And now, you know, to be honest, down the road, that could be Charlotte's gripe with her. That you went and headlined and stole my, stole my show. That's my show. Right. And I didn't get that. Like, I built ain't even got to be involved. I mean, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair at a WrestleMania? is a WrestleMania match that eventually has to happen. That's a rocket off. It's yeah, it's it's it has to. It's like John Cena and Randy Orton. They should have had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. That that that's just the obvious thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the obvious thing for the women 
is Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks. But then you can also say it's Sasha Banks versus Bailey, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Oh, women, women, women. We can keep going. We can keep going. Yeah. We can keep going. And I mean, and, but that's the level we wanted to get to where it didn't have to be about belts anymore, about mm-hmm. championships anymore, about titles anymore. It could literally be about esteem. It could literally be about being the best. It could literally be about, they could, we could start to segue them from the titles and they can jump back in that picture whenever they need to out right. Randy Orton. They can jump back in and say, hey, I'm a little bored right now. I've gotten rid of this thing over here. Run me that belt. Run me that belt. So, you know, um, I'm, I, we were full. Our spirits were full. Ooh, that's some good flavor. Good flavor. They gave us what we needed on night one. And as Rob alluded to earlier, I said that if, in 2020 hindsight, you know, if night two had happened first, that would have been a beautiful lead-in to what night one was as night two. Because I, night two was not bad. Not bad by a long shot, right? Aside from Rhea's performance. Not bad by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Sammy cut up as we knew they would. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was on that show? Kevin and Sammy cut up. Apollo got his Apollo, official crown right. and, and furthered his gimmick in this moment. Um, Sheamus gave us a nice closeout. Yes, absolutely. Sheamus saved Riddle's life. I'm saying shout out to Sheamus for just being in a professional in that ring and caring about who he's in the ring with and doing everything he could to stop a, a bad spot from happening. Um, kudos. The crowd can be vicious whenever you're in that moment, but just as a fan that's been watching this for so long, um, kudos to that. Um, yes, we immediately was like, he just saved Riddle's he life. He just saved his life. Um, <laughs> Randy and The Fiend, we we were we suspended our issue with him constantly losing to Randy Orton at WrestleMania because we said story wise what just happened. Yeah, I, I was totally intrigued. What just happened? Totally we, and that was the only reason we wanted to even watch Raw was to see the follow up right. on that. And it's and it, del- it continues to deliver. I want an Alexa Bliss um, figure in that in, on sitting on top of the Jackbox <laughs> with. <laughs> The black liquid coming out, Indian style. I want to figure like that. Ringside Collectibles, hello if you're listening. We need an Alexa Bliss. On top of a Jack in the Box. On top of a Jack in the Box. I I want it. A moment. I need it. A moment. Intrigued like hell. The main events of night two, the triple threat, they cut the fuck up. Deliver. They came to do what they had to do. And that's that's the spot where I'll say, um, as well, didn't overprocess, didn't overcook. Spoke to all three men having to come back from from adversity. Spoke to all three men having to come back from from trial, from injury, from uh, sickness, from taking care of their families, from a ten year hiatus, um, from a neck injury. All spoke to all those very those very things um, to create a very brilliant story. Once intermingled, so it wasn't overcooked. It wasn't overprocessed. It was just kind of reiterating the story that we all knew. With a couple of you know you know run-ins here and there to kind of keep the fever pitch up, so that they could then over deliver in the main event and close us out and send us home with you know, something nice. Now, like I said, like he like like Rella said, I would have flipped the nights as well, um, especially with the dominant heel going over. Um, and it was Roman's time to go over. He's given up many a main event. Um, taking many L at WrestleMania, it was his time to 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 come out on top. I, I don't mind that at all. Uh, but it had to happen on night one, um, and then night two, Bianca's crowning. That would have sent everybody home with the feel goods, and that's kind of. I, I think that I feel like for night two, in the order that it happened, night two had an intrigue investment 
Whereas night one had an emotional investment. And so I think typically on a WrestleMania weekend, you want to send people home with that emotional high. But this is, their, this is their first time having a two-night event like this live, mm-hmm. which I hope they stick yes. to this formula. It was great. It was so There was no burnout. Lord All the Jesus. moments seemed like they mattered and didn't get lost in other things because the show was so long. Mm-hmm. By the time, you know... Something else happened. We don't forgot about what happened. Sixteen matches prior, you know, uh, yeah. it was a perfect situation. And I just had two time. Nights. Yes, um, I will nights. say Do this: it. our entrance into um, the actual stadium was was pretty seamless. the 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 app was a little jittery getting in late. How they kind of connected the dots between your pre screening and your actual ticket a little flub there. But once once you, by the time we got to the actual arena and got through all that mess, the actual entrance piece was good. Correct, now, yeah. a lot of the other policies that were supposed to be in place or how the staff there, you know, handled certain things or whether if they had an interest in handling certain things, that was a little lackluster. There was no up. security in sight. No, yeah. There were no, uh, no, like, workers in sight. There were no pods. There were no actual pods. Right. You were just kind of grouped in seating clusters. And then they had stuff, like, roped and barriered off or zip-tied off. But fans were breaking those and moving over. You kind of had to police your own immediate area, you know, remain masked, A, B, and C. So it was a lot of things that, from the, the COVID policy perspective, they didn't give out any N95 masks. A lot of, they didn't have ponchos for the inclement weather. There's a lot of things that they really did not plan for. And I say that part to say that the emotional investment of night one was so high that you forgot all of that. And as dangerous as that sounds, all right. um, it was so such a such a, an amazing feeling that we always say this thing that we will drag wrestling, but when it gets it right, there is no better feeling. I we went home as time. fans basking, talking about that thing till four in the morning, Absolutely. five in the morning. The next night, left night night two, still talking about night one. Yeah, it was. It- Emotions are what you want to evoke from your audience. That is the best thing. That's the best way to get them attached and involved and the best way to leave a lasting impression. I had said that going into night two, that there was no way for us, maybe for others, um, but for us, there was no way night two was going to live up to night one simply because we were so emotionally attached to the things that were happening on night one. And it's not just Bianca and Sasha because we've, Praise them more than enough, and we're going to continue to, and you're going to deal. Um, but also, we started out the night with Bobby Lashley defending successfully his WWE Championship, which none of us expected. We totally expected Drew McIntyre to win that title, and when he put that man to sleep, we all jumped up, we all popped up. First of all, we were bopping to Bobby's music. Okay. So during his entrance, I don't know, People behind, I know they were going to be tired of us because we were blackly black, 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 okay? We was bopping, rocking, and beat bopping to yeah. that damn yeah. music, all right? So we were hype that Bobby Lashley and the Almighty Era is continuing. Yeah. And then we got a good show from there. And, and here's the funny part. We were like, after Bobby retained... We don't care what else happens tonight. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Entertainment. Because, and we say that not saying we didn't care about Bianca and Sasha, but it didn't matter to us which one of them won. We knew we were going to like it. We knew we would be there for that winner. So either one could have won and we would have felt the same way. We didn't care. But then night one just 
kept it just kept, just kept knocking us over the like, motherfucking head. And it's like fucking damn hitting. And then it climaxed with Bianca Belair winning the SmackDown Women's Championship, because the most he, prestigious championship in the WWE. But wow, what what a moment in history. I'll never forget that. I won't forget that one. <laughs> and one of the best WrestleMania main events of, of all time. time. Not women's matches. One of the best WrestleMania main events of all time, which Fox Sports also said. In oh yeah, it can't be denied. If you deny that, you're you're a misogynist. You're sexist. Probably racist. Probably racist. Seth um, Cesaro carries in a way. Seth mm-hmm. Seth's new theme. Seth, I'm not. It's, it's certain, I'm not. It's certain elements of wrestling that I'm always going to believe in. And with character changes, I will leave costume changes, thematic changes are always something that you should keep in boot. And Seth is the person that just understands that Bailey gets that, Sasha gets that, yada, 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 go down the road. So his new entrance, all of that was amazing. Um, him and Cesaro, just, they did what wrestling, they mm-hmm. gave us the moments where WrestleMania match was supposed to give us. Um, and it came across as a big deal, Cesaro's win. Exactly. It came across as a big deal. He it, was celebrating. It was like, huge. He it was huge. just won the championship. It, was, yeah, it, it was, came off like a big deal. And I hope they capitalize off of that and continue that momentum because goddamn it, Cesaro deserves. Um, Shane and Braun was not really concerned with it. It it, it over delivered again. Yeah. Um, Let it, me tell you something real quick about that match. <laughs> so towards the finish, I'm sitting there, and you know Shane's down there. He starts taunting, put his hand through the cage, starts taunting Braun. Braun pops up, grabs his hand, and I would I'm like, this spot is stupid because now how the hell? Do you get his, his hand is through the cage? How are you gonna get him up over the cage? It's not and like the minute oh. he got cage out of his mouth, Braun oh. was like, one second, I got this. Um, so I'm gonna bring you back into the cage, oh. um, through the cage. Oh. So this you know, so, this, yeah, so, this is a matter of me. So I'm asking that question and I'm like, how the hell is this gonna and literally as I said, cage, he starts ripping again. I'm like, okay, that's so I'm gonna shut up. Yeah. Um I shut my fat ass. Yes, up. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the hell up. Um, what did you do? I shut my fat ass up. Yeah. Um, and I sat there and I enjoyed. They they had a decent match. And listen, I've seen tweets about people saying, "Oh, that bump was you know whatever in comparison to Shane's normal bumps. It was minimal." Fuck that Baby, shit. You fuck take, you. Take that bump. Let me see you take. Let me see you take that flat back bump from the top of a Shane fucking cage. McMahon is a masochist. crazy. He's, He's a, a psycho. Um, our friend Larry. <laughs> Said that he's not a McMahon, he's a funk because <laughs> that man got issues. You like get, that bump was crazy. He, he I said don't care what you say. Said he rolled to the back. Like, do you love me now, Dad? Do you love me now? Um, yeah, it was. It, yeah, I um, yeah, that match wasn't a match. I, I really was even like, you know, I was. It was going to be a bathroom break for me, and they didn't let me even do that. It was paced well. Uh, the spots were good. And it was a, it was a good finish on that one. Um, he was already dead, and, and he kept on there, and he still and he still powers him up just in case. And um, I, I I have no complaints about that. Um, New Day and AJ odd in terms of like booking New Day is like the heels in the match. Um, right. but it did what it needed to do in order to get um Osmosis Jones right. as over as humanly possible. And they need to be careful because that's going to be a face really quickly. Oh, like quicker than they want to. Yes. We already see that it's going to get to the point where AJ gets on his nerves and he turns on AJ. People and are already cheering him. I, yeah, I don't care. Here's, here's something that I've always said about wrestling. And Sid in um, NWA and WCW is the perfect example of this. So I will always fall back on Sid. I don't care who. They are beating up. If you have a big man 
bigger than most men who look impressive as fuck, just taking shots and eating them and then beating the shit out of people. I don't care who he's beating up. You're not going to boo that. People cannot boo that. That is the reason why Sid never worked as a heel or worked as a horseman because people fucking loved him because all he did was get in the ring and beat people's ass. Now, you know what this goes back to, though, as well? Like I said a couple podcasts ago, you can't engineer these responses. Right. When we get live, when we get live, we're going to see how people really feel about something, and it's going to create a moment that you didn't really prepare for. Right. Because like we even said prior to the Universal Talent event, we said that uh, Roman was the heel, uh-huh. Edge was the tweener, and Daniel Bryan was the face. They flipped Daniel yep. Bryan and Edge. They made yeah, Daniel Bryan the Right. Edge was the face. Because let me tell you something. I, it has been a very long period of all time since <laughs> I have heard booze for Daniel Bryan, and there were some. Um... There were the crowd was totally behind Edge, and I'll even go to the Bobby and Drew match. I said, coming in, listen, I don't know if the crowd gonna be solidly behind Drew because the no, way they've been booking Lashley. We said that, and show enough, the crowd went up for Lashley. The it's the same, it's the same thing. He's going out there dogging people. Speaking of, real quick, I got a shout out. Whoo, the crowd, especially on night two. <laughs> Titus O'Neil was talking in the crowd, gave him the respect. They said, go ahead, brother. Speak your mind, speak your peace. Soon as that other dude standing next to him started talking, the crowd was booing like crazy, and we got our ever-loving life from it. I appreciate you, Tampa. Thank you, Tampa. That was beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Our spirits were full. Mm. Our souls were fed. Mm. My, because my, my. it's what that piece of shit deserves. Yeah. It was white people booing. Uh, yes. That was a beautiful part about it. I don't know what, what else allyship could look like. It was white people booing that man. And, and it was very purposeful because when Titus was speaking, people were quiet. As yeah. soon as the mic came up to that person's mouth, it was. Ooh, woo, yeah. What a, what a moment. Her up and out of that pleasing stadium. to yeah. me. What a what a moment! And my WrestleMania career, career. Yes. yeah, um, yes. it was definitely amazing. Um, women's tag team turmoil. We didn't discuss that from either night, but um, Natalia and Tamina winning was what needed to happen. Uh-huh, it was the, it was wanted. the moment. Yes, um, and if WWE is paying attention, I know she's more tenured. I know she's got a little bit of age mm-hmm. on her. God bless her knees. Mm-hmm. But y'all have pushed older men with more injuries. Tamina was over in that crowd. Whew, and I'm so glad it came across the TV. I had to text my friend and say, is this Tamina Love coming across on television well? And he was like, absolutely. Tamina yep. was over. If y'all got to get like some B12 shots in her knees, if y'all got to get her stone, like fine stone cold braces and grab those, <laughs> whatever y'all got to do to make her bionic, I say do it. Um, I say do it. If nothing else, like let her move to like a managerial capacity whenever mm-hmm. um, the rock daughter comes up. Something. People were walking around in Tamina shirts. I've never seen that. People were, there were Tamina chants. Um, she was over. I think they missed their mark not crowning them. Yeah, they should have been um, And That's especially right. whenever you saw where the titles were going tonight. Yes. Um, to I'm, a slip and slide. I'm sure the Cotton Destroyers, you know, may, <laughs> you know, may have carried some more favor behind the scenes. <laughs> but, oh, wow. But... Wow. I, don't, I, I don't see how you overlook of two veterans that can still go. And you know, I've learned as well, 
there are a lot of, and this is gonna not, this shouldn't sound like a surprise to anyone, but there are a lot of misogynistic wrestling fans, specifically the men. Absolutely. They were like booing the the match with uh, Jackson Spades and 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 the directive, mm-hmm. um, but it was twenty seconds into the match. They, they had locked up once, and we had to turn around and be like, hey, "We're not doing that." Like we're not doing that. Like they haven't even had a chance to wrestle, and y'all have said through plenty of men right. having dud ass matches. And I, I just I don't I don't like that. Just just a, just a little a little tidbit there. But all in all, both nights strong cards. Bobby and Drew, Rhea and Oscar were the worst of the batches. Um, night two lacked the emotional investment. They should have reversed the night. That is definitely a hindsight situation, but I'm totally glad we went. Yes. Had an amazing time um, Absolutely. with the uh, the five of us that went. Yes. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I look forward to Dallas in April. They haven't announced any dates for April as of Because yet. hopefully it's going to be two nights. Two nights, I'm hoping. Please be two Please be nights. two nights. Please be two it nights. It works so well. Yeah. And um, just the stellar time. Um. The weather, you know, definitely was that was the drizzling shits, but it definitely got it definitely picked up once that stopped. It definitely stopped just in time right. both nights. Both nights. It really both did. Nights, it, really it really did. Especially did. night two. Night two, the, the show started at eight. It stopped raining at like seven forty seven. That's yeah. how like on point the rain was yeah. for us. Cause people behind the I hate rain. I despise rain. There was no way I was gonna be sitting out there. In that rain, I was high on an edible, and I thoroughly enjoyed it being inside my poncho and hearing the raindrops. Yeah, no, it was like my own no. personal tin roof. I, yeah, I was. My ass would have been in the if concourse. I would, if I was not high, I would have been definitely inside. I would have been. We didn't realize concourse we, watching. We had club access and didn't realize until night two. Yeah. So had I, I known we had yeah. that, I would have probably sit up there and enjoyed it. Yeah. But you know, God works in mysterious ways. That's right. Um, but if I have to go back and look at this card, we forgot one thing, huh? and we got to definitely give all praise. The bunnies showed oh. what I like to call the fuck out. If you are a celebrity guest of WWE, that bad bunny has set the standard of what an incoming celebrity guest. What was the guy from Green of Arrow? Uh, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell as well. But mm-hmm. Bad Bunny even showed Amelda. Bad Bunny went yeah. in there and wrestled like a, a fucking fan. And as much as I don't like Logan Paul, he sold that Stone Cold yeah. Stunner uh, uh. to the moon. Yes. That is how you enter this product as an outside celebrity and do it justice and curry favor with the fans. Listen, here, here I want to point this out because this is diff- there was a difference in the reaction, right? So, as you said, Bad Bunny, that is how you do it. When the fans know, fan- wrestling fans don't like when outsiders infiltrate. Um, the business because we know for a fact that they're going to get put over our guys that we love that bust their ass all year and and they're going to make them look stupid, whatever. So when you come in, when it's very obvious and clear that you are having fun, that you love what you're doing, that you're respecting the business, that you're trying your hardest, i.e. Bad Bunny, you get the kind of reaction that ba- one of the biggest pops of the weekend was that three count on the Miz from Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. And be not delayed. Miz has a lot to do with that too because he's such a great heel and so easy to hate. But people were here for Bad Bunny, who wrestled a 15 minute tag match and wrestled about 75% of it this and cut up. So there's that. But then there's people like Logan Paul who are problematic and who are just there because they're being paid, obviously, or just whatever. And to bring that kind of heat. And they booed him out the building the moment his name was said. There's a, a there you go. There's the difference. Yeah. Bad Bunny, 
Logan Paul. But, but again, when it got time, said, when it Logan got time Paul for, sold that motherfucker. Yeah, when it got time for his spot, which was that was what his spot was always supposed to be. Right. It's for this this guy we don't like outside of WWE and inside to catch a stunner. And he sold that thing. <laughs> it was great. To the, and, and it was very uh, John Morrison. Yes. Sale. It was it, very it was Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, it was it was up clearly high praise. Yeah, from that, that those are sellers. The, those two and Liv Morgan are the sale trinity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so then um, I don't even think we need to. Raw was just bad guys. I don't Raw was terrible. Think we need to even talk about other than Alexa. Bliss I want to see where Alexa Bliss is and going. Bray Wyatt. That's it. Those two things and the Queen, the Queen returning. There was no now. That's one thing I will say. Now here's a double edged sword about that. There were no surprises elements in regards to WrestleMania or Raw. No big returns, which to some degree... I mean, the Viking Raiders returned. That's not right. Okay. <laughs> to some to some degree, I, I, not an atmosphere-shifting one. To some degree, I'm okay with it because 50% of that normally is an old-timer or somebody that we don't want to see on our screen. But the other 50 is knowing that we got Becky, Ronda, XYZ, you know, in the wings. To that point, think, think about this. I'm glad you said that because you just popped in my head. Proud. How much we loved WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Night one, obviously. Night two was not as good to us, but it was still damn good. No Goldberg. Thank you, God. No Brock Lesnar. Praise your name. Okay? Nobody like that. Oh, People that. on the roster that deserve who deserve to be there, mostly. And... <laughs> Who can show up and show out and not going to just hit it home. Mm-hmm. Love that. After. Love that. That's one thing I think the pandemic wow. gave us. The pandemic kept away all them old timers, wow. part timers, people that was like, nah, I ain't There was no Undertaker. Love Like it. all these things Loved that were missing. Love it. These big old time names are missing. But yet, this show is all over CBS Sports, mm-hmm. all over Fox, Fox Sports. They relied on their talent. That wasn't TNC in it. That was an NXT heavy WrestleMania. Oh, what I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. what I say after that main event, after Sasha and Bianca, I said Triple H had to be glowing. He had to pull up a chair in front of Vince's face, like two inches from his face, <laughs> looked at him like, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. So, um, yeah. So NXT. about the yeah. people that you want to book, the way you want to book up. Right. Uh, I feel like yeah. you know by now you should really get what my point is, <laughs> right. my topic. But it, Raw lets me know that Vince didn't get it. Clearly, did yeah. not get it. SmackDown, um, though, but I'm happens. sure SmackDown yeah. and NXT are yes. going to cut the fuck up yes. this week because a lot happened with both of those programs. And I yeah. think a tale of two cards wound up really becoming a thing we were prophetic in that uh, space. And and not even from uh, just the space prognosticators, of... Prognosticators, prophets. Not even from the space of just like Raw versus SmackDown, but Night 1 versus Night 2. It really yes. became a tale of two cards. But if we go back and look at it and what was SmackDown versus what was Raw, Sasha Bianca, the triple threat with uh with with Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. Chief Seth, Seth and uh and Cesaro, um, Big E and Apollo, Kevin Owens, and Sammy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Raw showed, I mean SmackDown showed the fuck out. Wow. Because the two dud matches were both raw matches. When SmackDown showed up, who who would have thought? Us. That's who. us. That's who. Yeah, that's nice. that's who would have thought that because yeah. the two dud matches are Bobby and Drew and Rhea and Oscar. Those are the two flagship championships on that brand. Wow, everything, everything else underneath that for the and I mean like even though we were we're enthralled with the story portion of 
you know, where the Fiend and, and, and Alexa were going, the match didn't really show out. Right. It was just good to get the theatrics of it, the character development right. of it, and to see where that was going. But it really didn't show out. I, I was hyped once I saw the huge, obviously being there live during Randy's entrance, we saw the big um, Jackbox being wheeled down. I was like, oh, yes, 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 and yes. They're about to show out. In fact, looking <laughs> at the like at the card, the match that showed out on the Raw side was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. That was the Raw, like, shiner. Wow. And it still sits at the bottom of the Power versus SmackDown. Come come back whenever wow. you want to, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, you have an open pass to a couple of things in my life. Um, oh shit! <laughs> he, his food made me sneeze. That's that. He is allergic to my nonsense, apparently. Um, NXT stand deliver. There's uh, really no point in even mentioning. Child, NXT, NXT. Uh-huh. Raquel is here. NXT. She's here. I saw her in person from behind. A beautiful, massive piece of woman. <laughs> um, beautifully massive. That back is uh, is a thing. It doesn't. Like, is I, when I see it on screen, I'm like, okay, you got a back. It's cute. Got some muscles. Mm-hmm. A few dimples here and there. In person, she could crush me. Um, Raquel Gonzalez can do with me whatever she likes. Get the strap. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm about to start sneezing again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raquel Diaz. Uh, well, I don't know why I want to call Raquel. Who is Raquel Diaz? It has to be, I'm gonna Google who that is. I always want to call Raquel Diaz. There has to be a person. Or was Diaz in her? Because she was Rachel for a second. Right. She was it Rachel Diaz? She had a different name. Somebody, there's a Diaz something. I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep saying that. Cameron? Or... I don't know. Somebody's Diaz. Uh, La Mancha. Probably something about La Mancha. La Mancha. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. Okay, so this is interesting. Was she Rachel Diaz? No. no. So. Shaw Guerrero's name was Raquel Diaz. That's what I'm. That's who I'm thinking. About. Her name that's is Raquel is. first. They yes. took the name from. Yes, her. yes, yes, yes. That's what that is. Okay, I knew I was seeing. That's that's how much wrestling I watch. That's what's crazy is that my brain is is booking when it's not booking. That's what's even crazier. And even going back to something full circle, the women. My grandmother is who got me watching wrestling. God rest her soul. That's who my granny Merck is who got me watching wrestling. Uh, and Young and the Restless as a child. That was the two things we watched growing up together. And she called me in college because she would still be watching it. And she would call me and be like, The Rock's on TV. She had a different reason for watching The Rock <laughs> at that time than I did. And she saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit and wrestling with the Lord as we speak. But she had a thing for The Rock that, uh, as an older woman, mm. a more mature woman, yes. that I'm not sure that you know she should have had. Um, but nonetheless, my grandmother is the reason I watch wrestling. So to see two black women, not just in the main event for no reason. You know, yes. not having an overbooked triple threat like um, one of the manias did with three white girls. <laughs> but, well, well, two and three quarter white girls. You know, Rhonda. Well, okay, fist up for Rhonda. People. Uh, Sister Rousey. <laughs> um, but uh, just two black women going in there and just putting on... And here's, here's the thing. They fought so well. Uh-huh. That three years from now, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. can have Banks Bel Air too. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And they can go in there and cut up again. Yes, they can have a rubber match the year after. Yes, like those two women, and it's only going to get better. And here, right, because well, Belk is still so oh early. Like God. Triple H said, you're still just getting started, and it feels so good mm-hmm. to like not have to because they're black women like big them up. 
No, no, no. I, they went out there. Yeah, we would have done that. But it feels so good to not, not to, to say not that to it, not it was to. good because they were like, no, they cut up. Wow. That was so powerful. Academy Award. <laughs> the match was great. Mm. Period. Perfect. It's just a cherry on top of us that there are two, two black black women. Because we, because if you, if, yeah, well, we didn't have the podcast in, but y'all don't know what be, be, whenever Becky, Charlotte, and Martin had that main event, baby, I, oh, I, I only went, I only went because of that. We yeah. sat there till twelve the next morning. The main event ain't start till the next fucking day. We sat there till in the cold and the rain and drizzle just to see. I'll my, never forget it. Twelve oh seven a.m. is when that main event started, and that, I mean Charlotte coming in on the helicopter. Yeah, not the bell. Yeah. And to their defense, I do believe, and I've always said that, I think that was what caused that main event to not completely deliver. Because mm-hmm. we had been sitting there for 10, 12 hours at that point, and they probably were just overwhelmed over it, cold. And so and, were we. Yeah, it was It was a lot of factors that went into that. Had they had a two-night situation like this one did, they might have went there and carried on. But um, but um, but the either way, matter is- that opened the door to women main eventing, so we'll never detract from that. But what Sasha and Bianca did just took the hinges off the door. And going forward, and they opened some windows, a couple of storm drains, some gutters that came through mm. the chimney, them holes, but every open, every orifice of the home is now open. Um, but what I would like to see going forward, as uh, as Real has mentioned, is if you keep it at two nights, then your women's Royal Rumble main, mm. main event one night, and, and the winner from the men's will main event the next night. Yes. That, to me, saves the formula. Because at this point, there is zero excuse to not have full faith in a women's main event at WrestleMania. So, yes, there needs to be one night for the men, one night for the women. The winners of the Royal Rumble have their main event. Yeah. And and that's more money for WWE. More money. You book yes. it that way. And if NXT takes on Tuesday, and then that takeover goes Tuesday, Wednesday, yep. you, know, you go, go home raw on Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday is the NXT. Thursday is your Hall of Fame. And 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 then whatever you want to squeeze in on that Friday and SmackDown. Yes. Oh, Smack. Oh, that's what, <laughs> that's what I knew was something. Just, you know, something a show or something. An I amazing have show. Something the on, flagship show. Does WWE do anything on Friday night? The flagship. Yeah, the flagship <laughs> show. Um, and then run that, and that, and then then we have the you know the post mania Raw, so then you have a full week of, of stuff. I think you keep it that. There's the formula. I don't see no reason not to. I'm into it. Take take a page out of the Wrestle Kingdom book and. And there's that. I'm clocked in. I have not watched um, Takeover Night Two yet, so if anyone's wondering, because y'all know I love Kyle O'Reilly, why I ha- why I haven't mentioned that match? It's because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, gonna watch yeah, it neither have I. Week. I watched uh, the main event of Night One with Raquel and EO, and um, I haven't. We were just so swamped and busy getting ready to get on the road yeah. and with everything else, and trying to sometimes sleep. Um, sometimes, yeah, some of the times, <laughs> and so actually, after this, we're actually going to go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> but that's just that. So that's really it for me. Um, this is our tenth episode, the Diamond episode. So you'll be hearing more from us. Most uh, what, a, what a time for it to be the Diamond episode on the heels of Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Wow! Look at God. Look at him. I just you know so okay. if you need to find us, you can locate us at Reverse underscore Rail. And Roberts underscore rules on most social media platforms. And beyond that, um, good night to everyone but Rhea Ripley. <laughs> this is the Cash Shit Podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> that was <a> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>